Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Tales from the Blue Cottage. Uh, thank you guys for listening in. If you are new here, welcome. If you're a return listener, thank you for coming back, following along with this journey. We hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Um, for those of you who don't know, we have a, uh, a TikTok account called at Blue Cottage D&D where we do funny skits and things like that that are all D&D related uh, for your amusement to watch us make fools out of ourselves. Thankfully, Vanessa and I are not alone. All of our players like to join in from time to time, too. <laughs> but no, in seriousness, it's a lot of fun. We have a great time with it. So go check that out on TikTok and Instagram at BlueCottage And if you guys are really enjoying our stream, if you want to help us keep the stream alive, if you want to support us and all that we're doing, go check out MidnightStrayCandleCo.com, where we make fantasy-inspired scented candles as well as handmade resin dice. Uh, let me turn that down just a smidge. As well as handmade resin dice. And you can purchase those at MidnightStraightCandleCo.com. You can also follow along on Instagram to see Dice Drops. That's at midnight uh, uh, Stray Candleco. It's a bit of a tongue twister. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little off my game tonight, guys. So if I, like, I'm so focused. Excited. I am yeah. very excited about what's to come. Um, but anyways, yeah, so go check that out. Uh, you can also follow along on Midnight Stray Candleco on TikTok as well. Um, so with that, I guess we're going to jump into tonight's session with a quick recap last time. And let me go ahead and change this whimsical music over to something a little more... No, no. I was enjoying it. <laughs> you know, we're gonna, go, we're gonna go back to that Widowed Villa it's piano music. Just got dark. Um, so, last we left off, you all had made a deal with Gildarth to, while he was distracting the governess and her minions... You would all sneak in to the Widowed Villa and find the chalice. The chalice that binds all the souls of, the mem- of the, those who live, of the residents of Amamuir to the island and to the governess. And it is the chalice in which keeps her in her immortal state. You snuck inside the town at noon the next day when there was this grand meeting being held. The governess was calling a town meeting. And as the town meeting was going on, you guys snuck behind the crowd and made your way over to the sewer grates that you guys had used to get in and out of Gildar's Manor a few, uh, a few. I guess it's been a few days ago at this point, maybe a, almost a week, actually. Almost a week ago. Just before entering in, as Harlan was trying to pick the lock, you guys heard the governess walk out onto her balcony from behind you and give this grand speech. Mercy at her side with a strange black crystal crown attached to her head. The governess said that in two days' time the moon would be blotted out and the ritual would be complete. So that the town should celebrate. There would be a grand celebration and festival for the next two days. Then she brought out Leah. The young teenage apprentice of Gildarth, who's not really a teenager. As you guys know, he's like 280-something years old. He's actually very old. He just looks like a kid. Uh, however, she brought him out and after he had been captured. and he makes feel better. <laughs> <laughs> he's lived he a long life. Not a child. <laughs> yeah. so she brought him out onto the balcony and threatened the crowd and said, This is what will happen to anyone who dares to fight me and stand against me. You guys were left with a choice. Continue with the plan or stop the plan to save Liam. You decided that for the greater good, it would be better to just move forward and 
signal Gildarth whenever you were inside the villa as originally intended. You entered in, you gave the signal, Gildarth created this grand distraction drawing all of the Shade Guard out of the villa and onto the uh, back down into the town proper. He incited a riot and a rebellion amongst the people. You hear, heard his explosions were happening. You could see out of the windows of the villa as smoke was rising from the nearby ta- uh, town or village buildings and houses and hovels. You watched as the governess took to the sky and soared down over the crowd. And you saw as poor Liam was there, still alive due to his immortal state, but she had disintegrated his legs from the knees down as well as one of his arms. You saw Mercy standing there as well, still held between the shoulders of two shade guard. You continued down into the villa looking for the the failsafe, the key to get you into the chalice chamber that was hidden right beneath her nose in the kitchen by Gildarth a very long time ago. You stepped into the ki- into the dining hall and you found Jacques, who you now know to be Jacques Silverhand, the dreaded and famous pirate. Alongside with his little puppy friend, you freaking suggested he go meditate. <laughs> I hate Great that hours. spell. <laughs> And he failed his save with a natural one, so he had to go sit in a corner and meditate and think about what he had done. Um, you guys then continued to decimate his hellhound companion and retrieved the failsafe from the statue in the dining hall. After that, you wrapped around the hall with a quick bit of deceit from Artemis. You were able to distract uh, one of the housemaidens that was working there that was currently like just hanging out in the back hallway. And then you found the secret door and begin to make your way down the stairs into the villa basement. Upon which you heard this cackling from below. This... <laughs> yes, it's almost done. And that's where we're going to continue tonight's session. As you guys descend down the stairwell... I believe Detect Magic is still going via Artemis. Is you had ritual cast it? Um, or did you... Yeah, because you, you had to have, to have found the failsafe. I had a yeah. something to check. Yeah. So, um, I did pass one on Trace. That's right. I don't think you do have Detect Magic going. No, I, think so. you, I think you don't I think because you guys like didn't the... want to take the time to ritual cast mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So I think we were just trying to hurry get in yeah, and get you out. You just made an archive check. I still have passive trace going. I think. That's is, right. Yeah. Okay. It was. And you also don't know how long the uh, distraction is going to last. Yeah. So as you guys descend down the stairs into the basement, you get it winds around about probably two stories. It just keeps climbing this tight spiral. No lights. Just pitch black. Until finally, you see as there's a bit of green, pale green, green, pale green, pale green light emanating from the bottom of the stairwell, and you see as it opens up into a hallway. And you see from the left-hand side of the hall, there is a, uh, a kind of a red orangish glow uh, being cast out of probably a doorway or something. It's kind of hard to tell because you guys are coming down, and you can see a shadow shifting around. You gonna continue on down? Stealthily, yeah. <laughs> make stealth checks for me. 
So like thirty something, right? <laughs> and Harlan rolled a twenty-seven. So as you make your way down silently, kind of creeping down the stairs as you go, you do see at the bottom where it does open up into this grand hallway. You see um, it extends about maybe a hundred feet down. On the left-hand side, you see a doorway that leads into a room. That's where you're hearing that cackling, your voice, a voice speaking to himself. Um, this red glow. From a fire, you see this flickering coming from within and kind of casting shadows out onto the hallway in front of you. Several sconces line this hallway, all emitting green fire. On the right-hand side, directly to your right, there is a single doorway, and then a little further down, there is another doorway. At the end of the hall, you see where it kind of turns and wraps around into this little alcove. And at the very back, directly across from you, you see a grand gateway, glowing blue. You see this mass of blue energy swirling about it. Stair, a small set of stairs circular around it, leading up towards it. You gather that is the gate into the chalice chamber. Is this something I can see or no? As you are looking about, kind of listening in, what was your perception check? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, go make a perception check. 19 or? Uh, 19 plus 7, so 27. 26. You hear coming from that room to the left, um, you hear what sounds like something metal being twisted and turned. You hear gears kind of going... You hear something shuffling about. You hear that man's voice kind of speaking to himself, and he's, well, I think this carefully. This goes here. And you hear this, oh, shit. Ah. Ah, a little more careful next time, I imagine. <laughs> and I will note, Cecilia, that as you get closer to the bottom of the stairway and you look, that doorway, you see astral stars kind of pouring out of it. seem to hear is just voices of one person. Sounds like him. So door to the left, two to the right, there's an alcove on the back left, and then at the very back of the hall, at the very end, there is that. And I will note, you can't see around that alcove to the left, you just see where it kind of turns. There's a corner. Were the stars pouring out of the room that he's in, or mm-hmm. the gateway? The room that he's in. Okay. That's all I thought. I just wanted to be sure. So what do you guys want to do? Just a refresher. Why are we down here? To get the chalice. 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 You want to break yep. the chalice. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. And the chalice okay. also, as you know, is also the bowl that you're after. Right. The bowl for uh, okay. Helena. And 
can we get this after? <laughs> after what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we beat, you know. That's right. I'll let it be. Do we have to beat her first for Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> According to Gildarth, she cannot die as long as the chalice remains intact. Oh, I that was so why you wanted it. Get, yeah. yeah, you have, have to break the chalice, so or no. she can't die. <laughs> no, to well, the after thing. Maybe we try and surprise attack this guy. <laughs> we can also try and avoid him. That would just be go better. straight for the gateway. Yeah. Yeah. We're still kind of cloaked. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that plan. Towards the chalice, mm-hmm. wherever it is, and we have. <coughs> It's on the other side of the door, and we have that uh, stone that gets us through, right? Correct. Yeah, you, you do have the stone it. that passes, that will allow one person at a time to pass through the doorway. He did say that when you get to the other side, you can either break the uh, the energy source, or you can try and toss the item back through to each other. Gateway. Make self checks for me. I'm trying to get <coughs> around plus this plus 10. 23. 23. 25. 27. 30. Ooh. As you guys step through the threshold here, uh, add your passive perception, you watch as there's this sparkle of energy at your feet. It's kind of and you hear that voice, everything goes quiet in that room. And you hear that voice. Hello? I know you're there. You might as well step on in. Don't make me come out there. That would be very disappointing. Is there a door to this room? All frozen with fear. <laughs> well, I just show you what you like. Uh-huh. Just hide. <laughs> Would I know if an alarm works that way? Yep. It happened last time, I think. Oh shoot! No, I'm saying like alive. if, like cheese nip, for example, <laughs> were to cross an alarm, still. yeah, it would set it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheese nip. Yeah, I think it's happened before, but. Yeah, at least he's just looking at him. Well, it just crashed. Oh, no. Where's the It's coming from right here, yeah. So you guys are right That's where you guys are currently. That voice is coming from right here. What are you guys gonna do? And the door is fully open. It is. I'm gonna open the book. I'm gonna let Cheese Nib come down the hall. Cheese Nib's gonna pass by the hall. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead and make a stealth check with Cheese Nip for me. He gets passed without a trace as well. 
Or do you just want to walk out and be seen? So he could see the cheese. So he could I mean, see cheese the cheese instead of us. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's the thing that was Yeah. Me. Sure, I'll just let him go. He's a mouse. All right, yeah, so cheese nip kind of <laughs> steps across. Um, kind of steps across the threshold. Just You, you see as he, you pop the book down, he hits the ground. He hears the command, and he just... <laughs> just makes this like loud pitched wheeze and then begins to so shift done. across the doorway and as Taking he cheese on vacation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you watch as Cheesnut passes across the doorway Celia as the lights that strange astral light is flowing through it kind of washes out you all see as Cheesnut passes over that doorway he turns into a silhouette of the night sky. He just... The stars kind of begin to wrap around him and engulf him. And you hear that entity inside. Now that is interesting. You hear footsteps making his way towards the door. What are you going to do? You hear his Harlan Cox for crossbow. There's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide. The other oh, room over there towards you, is there a door open on it or not? There is a door. You don't know if it's open. Um, <laughs> and otherwise, we're going right up the stairs, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm panicked already. <laughs> I'm gonna, already. I'm gonna, we, it, we know there's a library down here in a vault, this, right? Yeah. Did he tell us? Uh, he said he, the library was the one closest, and the vault was a little further away. Mm-hmm. So you guys so would closest, gather that, that this is probably the library. Probably the library. You go in. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, so you shift over to the door. You guys watch him go over the door, and he goes. Take it for you run into it. The door's locked. You hear Harlan kind of rushes over. She pulls it. You hear it. She just makes it just like this. She's gonna try and. I'll have my bow ready, <laughs> just in case. But great. So Harlan kind of goes to unlock. Yes. The door opens up. And you guys all, I need everyone to make stealth checks for me. With disadvantage. Because he knows somebody's here. Even with you. So do I just get normal? Because I have advantage with my cloak? Yeah, so straight roll for you. <laughs> 20. 22. Bless the plus 6. <laughs> 26. 26? Oh my. <laughs> 15. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Click, click, click. 15? Yeah. Stealthy. Group, group collective. Group collective. <laughs> Average. It wasn't out. in that one. All right. It was in that so, one. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Oh. As you guys uh, begin to shift just quietly, you just kind of shift into this old, musty library. Here's Harlan just slowly just shuts the door behind and kind of steps out of the way and just (gasps) (sighs) Um, you guys find yourself in this small library it's probably 25 feet on either side (coughs) bookshelves lining the wall a little dusty but not too much so you can see kind of scattered about there are some books that haven't been touched in a very long time and then there are others where you can see based on the fact that they're much cleaner than the rest have been used more frequently. And it is just filled 
with books. Every shelf. There's got to be at least a thousand manuscripts in here. Can I press my ear up to the door and just hear? As you kind of lean down against the door. I'm going to help her, like, seeing what she's doing. I'm going to assist her in keeping an eye out and watching. Make perception checks, both of you. Your eyes. I want to run to the corner and get behind some type of table or something. Come over the other side of the door. Loud squeal. Twelve. Twenty-four. Kind of listening out. Cecilia, you, you hear as whoever this is scoops Cheese Nip up. Kind of picks him up, holds him. You can hear as he's like, just squealing. You kind of look through the keyhole, kind of getting, doing your best to get a, as good of a uh, shot or a good of eyesight as you can get, a good view, thank you, as you can get. And you see this entity on the other side. Kind of, it's hard to make out through this, but you can see. He wears this tattered lab coat, has one like large set of spectacles on his eyes, almost too big for his head, kind of a long, crooked nose. Um, he's a little bit thicker, like a little, little heftier, um, kind of short, has a bit of a hunch. Um, and he's, you see, is lining his, uh, like beneath his, uh, yeah, beneath his robes. There are, there's a belt, like a tool belt. You see a hammer, you see pliers, you see a variety of small potions and liquids lining either side of it as well. And he has a little cheese nip in his grasp on the other side of it, through the doorway. So you guys have a good vantage. You see sitting on the table this unusual contraption made of metal and gears and claws which grasp on to a familiar shard that resembles a crystallized version of the night sky. It's very small, maybe fist size, as these claws are holding on to it. Surrounding it are several mirrors that point towards a large lens over it. And you can just see it giving off this bit of arcane aura. It's very reminiscent of when you guys were in the Temple to Erebos, but on a smaller scale. As he picks up Cheesnip, who now looks like a little rat constellation, grabs him by the tail. Oh, I'm sure I've got a cage for you. And if not, the spiders are hungry. As he shifts into the room, and you watch as he shuts the door behind him. And I'll go into trance and keep an eye on Cheesnip, if y'all will watch me. Yeah. So as you kind of... As you see from Cheesnip's eyes, Cheesnip is just swinging back and forth as he's being held by the tail, just swinging back and forth in this this man's hands. And you see a workshop. Uh, towards the back of the room, there is a small furnace, currently lit with a with a very bright orange fire. And that's where that glow was coming from before. You see metalworking tools to the left and right, a barrel of water on the left hand side, um, several satchels of coal stacked to the right. Uh, On the table, you see that contraption, along with several other unusual-looking things. Uh, Strange devices that you've never seen before. Artificery of unknown origin. As you get one good swing towards the back of the room, you see hanging by silken rope from the ceiling 
wooden spiders with mechanical gears kind of lining the neck all the way down to the thorax and the abdomen. All of their the little wooden arms like puppets extending forward, each of them held together with nuts and bolts. Little crystalline obsidian eyes, eight of them, in the heads. And daggers for fangs. And you see as they're hanging there, you could swear you watch one twitch. And then, on the right-hand side of the room, I'll really line this up. As Cheesnip gets a better vantage point, you see something being built, something being worked on, something familiar. A little different, but still the same. You see the patchwork leather hide. You see the strange skull-like face. The large top hat. You see... Yeah. Yeah. Timeless death being built. Not complete. You see as it is still only partially complete. It only has two sets of arms kind of on the left-hand side. The head's still dangling. You see that mechanical crystalline heart that was in the other one is still being worked on. You see as gears and, and wires and cables are being run to it has not yet been finished. I relay everything, you know. And then you hear the clink, and you see cage bars as little cheese that finds himself trapped in a small cage. The cage is a placed on top or he's placed inside. He's, he's placed inside. In and as he kind of looks to the left and the right, there's several other cages. Um, you see one that has another rat in it, one that has a frog, and then two others that are empty. Just dirt anything in the floor of the cage? Just empty cage. A little bit of straw. That's about it. It's a very small cage. Pieces of straw. I'm going to have much on pieces so that they're compared to him, I guess, you know, say the width of his head. Okay. And not eat him, but just make start making him as he's like looking like a mouse, but not to eat him. I got you. Just kind of making it look like he's an average mouse. And he watches this individual. He kind of looks down at Cheese Nip one last time and. Fascinating. I've never seen anyone glow like this under the light of the Nyx. You're not really a mouse, are you? I'll find out soon enough. And he turns his back and he watches. He goes back over to the workbench. Um, you said some of the books in the room looked like they had been used recently. Just from a glance, <coughs> can I see if there's anything on the spine of the books? Nothing on the spine. Uh, well, that's that's like there is th- there are things on the spine. As you look, there are numbers. As you take a look at it, they're all dates. Hmm. Everyone is dated, usually by the month. Yeah. Can we look for 
some books first? Sure. <laughs> Do we have to stop like, as much as that? <laughs> Should we wait? Where are they dating? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waking you up on your trance. We're talking about then. Oh, you got a plan? No. Oh. But maybe something lies in these books that we could see? In the books or? They're all dates. Oh, it says journals. Yeah. That's a lot of journals. Maybe all experimentation journals? I don't know. What's the most recent? The most recent? Mm-hmm. Uh, as you kind of wander over to the last, like kind of following along, you get to the last shelf. There's a couple of slots open, a uh, few things missing. Uh, the most recent would have been from a few months back. The ones that look and most... I would note on that. Thank you for that for pointing that out. That Cheesenip would be able to see a few manuscripts that look similar to all these sitting on that workbench in the other room. Mm-hmm. One of them's open. Could read the last page and just see. Mm-hmm. Maybe look at the one that's most used, like newest, missing dust kind of thing. Okay. Make an investigation check for me. You've got this. <laughs> High investigation. Don't fail this now. Nineteen. Nineteen. Kind of shifting about this last shelf, you keep working your way and you do find one that seems to have been pulled and touched the most as there's not any dust on it. It's a little further back, probably from a year or two ago, as you kind of grasp it and pull it out. And then I will who has the most knowledge of books of the schoolgirl, so I'll hand her the book. Schoolgirl. <laughs> and then Great. I want to look at the ones I saw. Does it look like there was one that was ever like, oh, just shoved back in somewhere? With a 19, you don't see anything. They all look like they were handled okay. very carefully. So I'll look the book over. Alright, so you look the book over very quickly, kind of sifting through the pages. Um, there's one page that's tabbed over. Like the, the corner is kind of dog-eared, and you kind of stop on that page, and you see this, this depiction of this skeleton wearing immaculate robes, blue, uh, like deep navy blue robes, and black as well mixed in, holding this strange golden bowl. You see a little bit of writing in there that states... Follows essentially. It's a little chaotic and it's a little strange the way that this this is written. It's definitely not the same as Gildarth's journal. Gildarth's journal was a little chaotic, but it was comprehensible. This is kind of all over the place. But to get the gist of it, you gather that essentially whoever that doctor is, he is wanting access to that skeleton. He says it's such a fine specimen of arcane energy. I'm not sure where she found it or how she managed to contain it, but I would love to get my hands on just a single bone. The power. The power that's within it could complete this process so much more quickly. I think it was like two, I don't remember exactly where we were, but two sessions ago, we briefly got some indication of a group called the Disenchanted mm-hmm. would actually I know it was very brief but whatever we heard about it I was just uh, 
remember. Yeah, it was very brief information that you gathered. Something about a cult worshiping an ancient god. As you sift through a little further, you do find that he was working on something, a device that could blot out the moon, because apparently, as you read, the gods are still watching the mortal realm. And while they're not allowed to intervene, they might, if it means a titan might rise again. They must perform the ritual of purity under a new moon so that the eyes of the moon goddess Selun cannot watch. Pre-heard of that goddess? Versus only Adam. Most of you, actually. Selun uh, is a very prominent goddess of the moon, especially amongst elven and half-elven culture. So you guys would have all heard of her. During the new moon. And this device, whatever it was that he's working on, is meant to blot out any moon using the power of Nyx. It's only dates. You guys hear this. Suddenly there's this... <laughs> and a lot of dust and debris kind of falls around you. Something happened upstairs. Seems like things are getting quite nasty up there. We need to be quite quick. <laughs> Alright, so... You guys make your way out of the library. I need everyone to make stealth checks for me one more time. Twenty-seven. Twenty-two. Still past twice. Yep. That's twenty-seven. Twenty. Twenty. All right. Quietly shifting out of the room, Harlan slowly shutting the door behind you guys and. Um, you guys kind of shift over towards the back of the hallway, towards the end of the hallway here. See, to the left-hand side where that alcove is, there are a ton of barrels and crates and sacks piled in this small alcove that kind of sits back about 15 feet. You recognize some of the insignias on these. These are iridescent merchant companies, sigils on these. They look a lot like some of the goods that Jock had on his ship when he returned. And as you get here as well, you hear the loud thrum of that massive source of energy in front of you, that gateway. It's just... It's whipping and wisping. You see as bits of arcane light kind of flash out and scrape against the stonework. Cecilia, as you get here, you can see this is just, it looks like a spiral of stars, like this galaxy in front of you. It is the brightest of any energy you've ever seen. 
wants to go first. <laughs> I probably need to go last for a password on trace. Yeah, that's true. To keep you all hidden. Oh, good. Yeah. Do we need the stone to go on it, Artemis? Yeah. Yeah, Artemis can go first. <laughs> <laughs> You're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidity of braveness, it doesn't matter. Let's do it. Make sure right. to toss the stone. Once you're done, all the stone as they go through. The right, stone. Yeah. Artemis, you take the stone and you approach the doorway. And as you get close, you can feel this heat. It's not like fire. It is just raw power. Do you walk through with this rune stone? In the best of my knowledge, that's what we're told to do. And uh, the, let me double check, make sure. As I got closer, did the color or anything change of the pattern to this? I'm an inspired artist. I'm gonna make sure he has the sword because the sword's what we're supposed to use on the chalice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it already it has the chains. I mean, the key. Sword, there's nothing... The sword, sword is from The key that we got from the statue, though. He said the key yeah. will dispel one of the chains. He said you'll oh. have to break the chains. Sildarth gave us the key. To break, to open the chalice. So we need to, to get the other it. keys before going. So... Oh, yeah. He gave you one key. So what was... The, yeah, what was the thing that we found inside the... It's the runestone. Was inside that st- statue sword? Uh-huh. That is the runestone. That's what yeah, gets it came you through off the gate. The... Oh, okay. That's the failsafe. Did yeah. you see any keys while you were through cheese nip size? For some reason, I thought you gave us that. Okay. Not that you could see. Right. There were a few hanging on that man's hip, but. Resemble with the key there. Goldoth gave you? No. He told you that that key would essentially just dispel the abjuration magic on the chains. Yeah, that I knew because I knew I'd have to burn probably two the or rest three, of them. the rest yeah. of them. Yeah, and use up my third level spells. I'm sure <laughs> if I try and uh, check for traps, I'm sure it's heavily trapped. But this is supposed mm-hmm. to get me through, so it really mm-hmm. that's probably not. Yeah, you can't see anything uh, on the yeah. side currently. So. Um. Do we know if we can get that? You should probably take a drink What's the stone? He said that when you get to the other side, you could either find a way to disarm the energy source. Or send the stone Or send the stone back. But you don't know if you can come back through. He did say it would let you pass through, but... I think it'll calm your nerves. What are you going to do? I'm pour some wine in that chalice. <laughs> 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 Here you go. Here we go. Do you guys have one? I do. Wine? Oh, yeah, we do. Right. We yeah. got it as a present. That's right. Uh-huh. Wine. Yeah, you all have wine. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Back so, yeah, you pour them a little wine <laughs> in the chalice and you take a gulp of it. You have advantage on a intelligence check of your choice. Yay. For the next 24 hours. Yay. You know, toasting my death. Big brains. <laughs> no, of course not. Big brains go go. Right. This Make is morbid. Do people touch it? <laughs> what do you say? So, you say words after someone's dead. I that, maybe if you couldn't same. see me, that maybe you know, never mind. Um, I mean, we've got to go here, right? Dead. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, y'all might need to stand back just in case, you know? Right. But, Good luck. Yay. We're stage whispering all this. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> to clarify. I, 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 I,
through. Are you stepping through? Artemis. With the ring. I'm going to... As I go to give her back the glass that she gave me full of wine, I'm going to turn my body as to it's towards her. And I'm going to say, take care of this. I'm going to pass you the box. So where is this going? (laughs) (laughs) So he gives you the box that he's supposed to be protecting. And then once they've made their distance back wherever they feel like they've... Okay, so you guys stand back, kind of making your way over to the crates and the barrels. Am I really doing this? Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just remember when you get to the other side, throw the stone back through so we can get through. Don't forget. All right. There's nothing there that stops them from throwing it. Right if there's something, yes, yeah, just come right back through then. <laughs> if you can. So. Artemis. <laughs> Rasping on to the runestone that you gathered, that you garnered from that statue above, you begin to walk through this gate of pure energy. You feel as the hair on your arms begins to stand on edge, you can feel this tingling sensation wrap around you. And you hear these echoes, these whispers. Something speaking throughout. Cecilia, you watch as Artemis takes steps into this galaxy and his body becomes this silhouette. (laughs) And then just turns to pure darkness within that galaxy, that spiraling mass of starry energy. Artemis, as you step through, walking straight beyond this gate, eyes shuttered, you finally step out into a spot where the energy has faded, the tingling sensation on your skin fades. You slowly open your eyes and behold this large chamber in front of you. Around 40 feet on either side, with ceilings around 20 feet high. A thin layer of lead lines every wall around you. And in the center of this room, you behold a great altar. At its center, kneeling on one knee with its head bowed in reverence, you see a skeleton dressed in immaculate blue and black robes. Holding a large golden chalice as if it were an offering to the gods. Four chains bind the hands to the bottom of the chalice, extending out to four crystal pillars around it. A thin smoke of green magic engulfs this display, letting out low hisses as it swirls about. Behind you, as you turn back towards the gate, you see on the left and right hand side, much like what Gildarth had told you, there are large, ten feet tall, glass chambers holding pure energy inside. And you see as there are copper pipes leading from the bottom of them pouring into that gateway. Like it's funneling through it? Mm-hmm. You're not sure how far you had to walk to pass through this threshold. It felt like you had to walk a while. 
like more than ten steps. Took a while. Seemed like it. Oh shit. Okay. Um. All right. Well, now we'll take. Uh, I'll take one of the million sacks that Artemis carries. Okay. I will put the stone in it. And I will take my rope and I will tie it around the bag. And I'm going to do the... Okay. And try and see if I can send the... And I'll put stuff around the stone so that it doesn't hopefully make too loud a noise as it, if it goes back through. Make a strength check for me. It's a four minus uh, oh. a four minus zero. It's a four. Inspired. Inspired. Oh. Inspired. Use the inspiration. Use it again. Seven. Six. <laughs> Six. I mean, seven was seven the best. Seven was the highest. Take the sound. Roll it around. You throw it into the gateway. You feel, you watch as the line starts pulling out of the direction. And then it falters. You kind of pull back on the line again. The sack and the runestone is still there, but you did not make it through the gate. And the stuff going through those tubes looks like the color of the portal. Mm-hmm. And they're glass. Our glass. Can the copper any, pipes kind of pouring out of the bottom of them. Does it appear to be any valves or... Make an investigation check for me. And remember, you can roll this with advantage if you so choose. Yep. Yeah. Get advantage if you want to roll with advantage. Because of the chalice. Yeah. Who has the dagger? Does Who has, has the dagger? I think Casros? Or Do did I? you use it? I know it's not me. I didn't use it. If you haven't used it, it's Casros. 25. There you go. That's much better. I think. As you yeah, kind of take right. a look at the pipes and the tubing, you shift around, kind of following their strange zigzagging trajectory around this wall as they lead towards that gateway, trying carefully not to get too close. You do find, tucked around behind some of the stonework, there is a small valve. Bring the stone back up where I've got it, and then I'll roll them up. Proceed to turn the valve and see if I see that anything's happening. All right, so you start to turn the valve, and as you do, you hear this kind of sound as pressure begins to build, as you finally kind of, you watch as the energy ceases to flow into the gate. Those of you standing outside watch as that energy just slowly begins to dissipate and fade. And now that it is revealed beyond... This map is not 100% accurate because I had to make it fit on the screen. There is about a 50-foot passage between you and Artemis. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no wonder <laughs> with the strength. 
between you and Artemis. And towards the top, kind of embedded in the stonework, about dead center, there is this strange crystal. It just seems like a pure, almost like a diamond, but it's got a little more color to it. And then it arcs into these steel bands that wrap around, make an archway in the middle of this hall. And you gather that is where that energy source was coming from, where it was pumped into. And you all, as you enter in, you see the chamber beyond. Fantastic work. What did you do? When I realized I couldn't throw the stone back, I looked around and found this lever, valve, knob. So I went all these glass tubes and said maybe that would work. Nicely done. Yeah. Can you, um... So you don't need books to teach you things in life? Can you put it back once yeah, we go through? Yeah. yeah, I think it looked like no one's been here. I'm sure y'all all on the inside. Yeah. We all here. Right. So as you enter the inside, you... Not the other direction. Yeah. Release the valve. and However, as you release the valve and the energy back into it, you watch as... I need all of you to make deck saving throws for me as the energy begins to pour back out, but not knowing exactly how to contain it or control it, you see as this it just begins to let loose into the area. I need everyone to make deck saves for me. Would Artemis be okay since he has the ring or no? Or the stone? Um, just out of curiosity. You don't know. Okay. Dex Twenty one success. Sixteen? Barely succeeds. Oh. Also sixteen. Barely succeeds. That's the DC. Of the plus right. six saves. I can help you. Ten. I I can help you roll a D six. Come on, Wait, six. Did I use six. Advantage. Nine four is thirteen so plus one is fourteen. Oh, what does he want to do? Should I use the dagger on this? Is that advantage? You no. can give him advantage on it if you mm-hmm. want. Just probably damage. Should I do it? Or should I it wait might be for worth something? It, to be honest. Yeah. Depending on the amount that we have damage. to fight something. Yeah. Okay, I give him the dagger. <laughs> All right, roll with advantage as you pass over the dagger of advantage to him. As you watch, as you release the energy back into its conduit, but not knowing how exactly to contain it or. Uh, turn it on, essentially? What is it? Oh, you should have kept it. Bro, it's get a, new dice! <laughs> no! That's what the fate says it is. It's an 8 plus a 1, that's a 9. So, yeah, still for this. You're going to take 18 points of force damage. The rest of you see as he turns this valve on, gets kind of close to the gateway, turns this valve on, you see as that crystal begins to charge, and then the energy kind of whips out and begins to go chaotic and as you try to shut it back off the energy lashes out and forces this pulse of force energy down the tunnel. The rest of you manage to dodge out of the... Oh, I gotta make one for R1 too, who's also with you. Oh dear. She's quite dexterous. Stop oh, she's that dexterous. Okay, dodge. Photos. Some sort of dodge. A rogue dodge of sorts. There's only some, so many things... She might be okay, obviously. <laughs> if, if she is proficient in saves, she'll be fine. I bet she is. Yeah, I believe her. Let's see. That's her personality. 
Let's see. Where is it? I'm going to spell um, save. She is proficient in save. Is, so is it a spell save? It is a spell save. Oh, he has advantage on those anyway. But he gave me advantage, so... Uh, but can I yeah, take that? Oh, well, well actually, I'll take that back. This is not a spell save, because that's only against a spell cast against you. This is technically, okay. while it's used to spell, it's not, it's an energy, so it's still a trap. It's more of a trap. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you'll take 18 points of force damage. You guys watch as you do manage to shut the valve back off, but this force energy ca- catches you in the shoulder and sends you flying across the room about 15 feet. You go tumbling. Until you slide at the front of this chalice. I don't touch it. <laughs> so. Sorry, Artemis. And the things, so the things still down, the energy after that? It is still down. Oh my god. Oh no. Still down? Yep. It is still down. I can't make an illusion because it's too big for minor illusion, right? It's pretty big. So yeah. alright, we can go ahead and just try and do, do what we're here to do. do. <laughs> did, did he notice or could I hear if he like, came out of the room or not? Uh, he's still making a perception check for me. It's still like that's still pretty far. That's like a hundred feet away. I mean, easily with the door shut, so <laughs> but it's, you can always even minor illusion it. A small one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do a baby one. Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty? So you focus in, listen carefully down the hallway, and you don't, you don't hear it. It doesn't sound like he's come out of the room. It doesn't sound like he's noticed. You still hear uh, the sound of the bellows blowing into the furnace. You hear the clanking and twisting and whirring. Sounds like he's still focused on what he's doing. However, Castros, about this point, as you guys step through, <laughs> your connection to suggestion fades. Oh no! Oh no! Crap! What's wrong? <laughs> My spell just disconnected. He's done meditating. We should probably hurry. Yep. 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 Did you hear me? I walked over and picked Speed him up. Speed up the. Well, it's like you. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna use cure wounds on him so no one else has to use that. Yeah. All right. your spell. Right, so they're supposed to use this key, yes? Mm-hmm. One of the chains? Alright. Can you just double check? Oh, make sure there's no um, traps, you know, mechanical ones that I might be missing. Oh, you know, I think it just sort of blasted me. Yes. Try to Which take a short rest over here. Sure. Depending um, on how this long it Just try. So uh, it is your wisdom modifier, so it's a D8 plus your wisdom modifier. So, oh, try shoot. to take a short rest. You can rest. certainly begin to try yeah, to take a short rest if you'd like. 11 points. <laughs> oh, thank you. Nice. What the? <laughs> what Heck yeah. It grew. It reached out towards me. Yeah. Did you not? What? What? What did? <laughs> what just happened? Uh, 11 points. Okay. Huh? All right, Wait, on. what did you say? I saw the oh. map move. So, oh, no. As you wander oh. over with the key. Oh, gosh. So you wander over with the key. You see, as you get close, uh, Artemis, go and make an investigation check on these pillars and these chains. They're pulled taut around this entity. And I will go ahead and mark them. Is there... 
No, don't use another dice. I've used them all. It doesn't matter. That's, right. that's when you know you're meant to. It's a fourteen. <laughs> don't talking dirty like, to them. Roll. Use your dice. Let's talk dirty to them. Yeah, crack dice. Uh, they used to work. What was their investigation check? Fourteen. Fourteen. Wandering over to this crystal, you, you take a look at these crystal pillars. They stand about six to seven feet tall. Chains uh, bound into them with uh, with a link with the links kind of embedded into them. You see arcane runes all around them. Uh, it is abjuration magic that holds this, that binds it. Uh, there's a mixture of abjuration, enchantment, evocation, and necromancy. It's all imbued into these pillars. For the skeleton, is it? Can we recognize if it's human, elf? Looks humanoid. Humanoid. Mm-hmm. Looks humanoid. It's hard it's to tell. See invisibility. Seeing anything. Not so See invisibility. Is not seeing anything currently. Okay. Artemis, I will note too that as you get close, you don't see a lock on these chains. There is no lock, no padlock. It's just bound directly to it. Would I? Hmm. So, what are you guys gonna do? The way in which dispel magic works. If I target the chalice, would it be different, or is there any abjuration actually coming off of the chalice? It's, it's all just on the, the chains. chains. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we going to be here in, like, for a minute in this area? I'm debating on protecting us or just having like a trap set so if people go through the hall, they'd be whacked. I don't know if we're just trying to do one or what. If we'd fight in here or if we'd come out. Because I feel like we're going to be fighting. Whatever you want to do. I mean, I can't There's no just in case. right answer. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what is everybody doing? I guess along the hall, I'm going to do Cordon of Arrows. Okay. Kind of set up a protection of sorts. Alright, so you kind of begin to try, begin to go, kind of wander over and cast cordon of arrows, kind of scatter them around the hallway yeah. where you guys entered in, and as you're standing here at the edge of this gateway casting this spell, you hear something echoing down the stairwell across from you. Heavy footfalls. Ooh, now that my suggestion's off, should I major image? The thing? Could, yes. To, like, I mean, deter people looking like we come in here? Wouldn't hurt. I'm gonna do that. And then if they go okay. through, then they're... Yeah. Alright, so you stand in front of the whole thing. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get back up. <laughs> do you have the key to... So... Yeah, I think that's what I went through with in case yeah, so I couldn't do the stone. You're going to measure image that image, like kind of at the edge of the. Th- so if someone's coming down the hallway, they can see that gate still formed there. Yeah. It's definitely big enough to fill that hallway. Now, not the whole 50 feet, but the edge of it to make mm-hmm. it look the same. Yeah. And Cordon of Arrows is still in it as well? Yeah. All right. 
Cool. Um, As you guys are kind of standing back, admiring your work, what are you two doing? I'm going to hold a, a dispel. <laughs> we did that. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I'm going to hold a dispel magic to uh, pop one of the chains <laughs> after he, <laughs> he uses the key. That. <laughs> right. Am I understanding that correctly? Okay. Is it what we were told? Listen, I was half checked out last session. So. I will say with it. Because I was tired. <laughs> So. Alright. So Didn't say yes or no. It, you're, is that what we were told? He said you you can dispel magic them. or try and find a way to break them. Right, but he gave us one thing to one break. Key. One, yeah. one, one key. One key would break one. So we have to worry about three okay. others. And none of them are something that Har- Harlan can... Yes, I wrote down no, one key yeah. will break one chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you're gonna try and use that key on one of those chains. Might as well. Do, uh, <laughs> do I have a feeling after being zapped and turning this knob twice that it was just the maybe the timing that I didn't do it quick enough or my positioning or just pure luck if I Make was trying again. Check. So as you wander back over to the valves and that energy source, you're holding, you're just still waiting on him. Yeah, I'm going to try and make heads or tails of the runes, see if there's make a, an check. a power word. I also try that, look at the runes. As you, so you're going to make your way back over to it, so you're going to have to turn around and walk back down the hallway. Natural what 20. Natural 20. Oh, no, 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 no. 24. You paid attention! I paid attention! Yeah. 17. You didn't 17. know what they mean. Yeah. Artemis, as you kind of wander back over to the valves, you take a look at the valves and the um, those power source here, you gather that you didn't do anything wrong, except that whatever this is is a two-part spell. You gather something has to be done on another end in order to power that gateway. You release the energy, and then you also probably have to ignite it, or like a ga- like gas going into a fire. So, that's twenty, right? We'll get everybody. Twenty-four. Look at that. We're supposed to be smart. <laughs> also, I'd like to note that I'm going to be listening now to on the All other right. side, if possible. So, as you with a twenty-four, taking a look at these runes, taking a look at the crystal, you gather. There may be a power word, but it's not inscripted on these runes. However, you take a look at the crystal and you see where it's been chipped around the bottom, where things have caused it to chip over time. You see cracks in it. You gather that if dispel magic doesn't work, you might be able to break these pillars, too. And as this is all happening, that's about as much time as you guys are going to get to investigate this room. We're telling my secrets. You hear this this swirl, and Adamith, you see off to the right hand side of the room this strange doorway appear made of smoke and shadow. And you watch is stepping through it. With mercy at her side. Oh my god! Oh, the governess walks through with dimension door. Mercy at her side with crown still on her head, her eyes glazed over. 
the governess looks around and smiles. She looks particularly over at the major image behind you. Clever. <laughs> I must admit, I have underestimated you all. I never thought that Gildarth would be the one using himself as bait. It is very clear that you are an impressive group. Powerful. I do like to align myself with powerful entities such as yourself. She takes a step forward towards you, kind of extends her hands. You want to be the heroes. Why not be the heroes for an eternity? Join me. Look into the chalice. And much like Jacques, I will grant you passage to and from the island. You can save the ones you love for the rest of your lives. Beholden to no one, as you can never die. Join me. Always be beholden to you, would we not? She kind of looks at you, smiles. And that is a matter of trust. It is a little give and a little take. Call it insurance. Leave me your souls. Save thousands. Maybe even millions with your power with your potential our loved ones won't live forever (laughs) (laughs) see that's the beautiful thing about life and the reason that it's beautiful is it's finite (laughs) this is not beauty God, you love <laughs> I mean, say it Her golden eyes pierce through you. That is nothing finite about being alive. Your soul will live on. And you will be beholden to the gods. Pass. And do you think they will show the same kindness that I show you now? Give you the same opportunity? No. To you, to them, you are nothing but father. You are just energy. Power for them to use. At their whim and command. I'm going to cast a mirror image on myself. So you just immediately go <laughs> scatter the extra Artemises around you and kind of prepare yourself for a fight. I'm going to put her smile turns to a scowl. Um, and what about the rest of you? I put Hunter Spark on her. <laughs> and then I'm also going to say... <laughs> what are you going to say? I don't want to live an eternal life, but that means it's going to be a living hell. And I will prepare my first shot. Would you too? I have way too much to accomplish. Be hard with somebody pulling my strings. <laughs> and what about you, Drishkin? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna hold a thunder wave. 
to Thunderwave all this, given the information about the break. Okay. So, Ooh. with the pillars. All right. Because you told me about yeah. the chipping. Ooh. So, I'm going to Thunderwave everything. Ooh. Everything that way. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. It's <laughs> gonna say, Your mama's so old. <laughs> she used to babysit Yoda. Make a wisdom save. He said, Nah, bitch. <laughs> you ain't got any of us. And you cast, he twists it. these arcane <laughs> words, and you cast this spell. Um, that's a 24 on her wisdom save. <laughs> As she, you say these words, and she looks back at you with a scowl. She kind of turns her neck a little bit. You hear, I am a bit spent from fighting Gildarth, but I imagine I have enough power left to deal with you. And we're going to take a quick break. No! 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 No!